And God, don't say Chad May again, please. I guarantee you I'm going to say it once during the pod. What is up, all you nerds out there in Baja, California? And thank you for tuning in to episode <laughs> 55 of the Fan Wars podcast. No relation. No relation. You, you guys know the drill. We are just some regular old movie fans who love talking sweaty nerd content. And we hope you all enjoy listening to that sort of thing. I'm your host, Josh. And with me today is our resident scholar of drip, Cody, a.k.a. Bodie Williams. Bodie, what's up? I actually working on my doctorate in drip. But uh, yeah, big shout out to the sponsors. Of course, Jordan Brand, friend of the show. Uh, Troy, friend of no one. And uh, also the Texas Powerball. Uh, you guys don't know this yet, but by the time you're listening to this, I will be rich. <laughs> uh, I thought you already were rich. Well, way, way more, more rich. rich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you spot me a few dollars? Because these bets yeah, yeah, are putting yeah, yeah, me yeah. in the hole. Right, like 20. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> by the way, I'm pretty sure we've already used like a doctorate of drip, a PhD. Yeah, drip, yeah. So, yeah, yeah surely I'm, we have at some yeah, point. It's, yeah, um, <laughs> next, we got the Dark Lord of the Sith himself, David Adalgo. David, what's happening? What's up? What's up, buddy? I actually uh, just won a whole two dollars off the Texas lottery, so you know, no, almost you, there. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna there need that go. two dollars, bro. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you brought me a dollar, uh, real quick. Yeah, on Venmo. Uh, got you, big dog. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we got the sleepy grizzly bear himself, Mister Hunter Holmes. Hunter, what's good? What's up, f- Walgreens? That's uh, it. All right, hell yeah, CBS anti-sponsor gang. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so we got some stuff to talk about sorry this pod will be i mean you're listening to this pod a little bit later in the week than what we usually do we've had some scheduling conflicts uh and as a result of those scheduling conflicts we are not going to talk moon Knight this episode because we all are not caught up and we want to make sure that we're all caught up before we talk it and (coughs) i can Cody. I know damn well, Bodie. I'm Hunter. Three. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one that's seen episode I don't even know four. What the f- is a moonlight? Oh, here we him. go again. Uh, I've seen, <laughs> I think I'm the only one that's seen episode four, and I can attest episode four is a bangerang, and y'all are going to want to watch that one. So we'll wait to talk about all of uh, the first four episodes of Moon Knight until the next pod. Well, five episodes of Moon Knight. Uh, to the next pod but we got some other stuff on the docket today first of all the much anticipated thor love and thunder trailer finally finally dropped um it looks bright it looks vibrant it looks fun it looks very taika watiti guys oh taika waititi sorry um guys what were your <laughs> thoughts on uh, the thor love and thunder trailer well, Hunter was doing a little bit of writing on it, so I want to hear from him first. But, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, you were doing what to it, Hunter? Yeah. Hold yeah. on now. Hold, what were you? <laughs> Go ahead, Hunter. What Go are ahead, you Hunter. talking about, David? <laughs> <laughs> this pod's already like, derailed. Uh, okay, if you don't want to go, I'll go. I thought it looked really cool. I actually... For me, I mean, y'all know how I am, especially if you listen to the show or Wait, these guys you? definitely know old. how I am. <laughs> old. Like, I'll stop there. Um, 
I'm not, I don't know. I've never, even though I do this pod, I'm not like crazy into the superhero stuff. So for me to have like Taika Waititi do it and have it be funny and, but still have like good storyline and good action. I think that's really cool. I'm actually really looking forward to this more than I am most MCU stuff. Um, the trailer looked hilarious. That part where, uh, <laughs> where Thor's like leaning into his uh, Star Lord's like field of view, like while he's yeah. trying to like look around him, that cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, Jack Natalie Portman, aka Chad May, as named by the uh, as named yeah, by Star Wars Twitter. <laughs> That's hilarious to me. Uh, but I look. I don't know. I I don't know if I look forward to her being Thor, but. I think the movie's going to be awesome. I really like, I don't know. I liked it. I, that to me, that's more appealing than most MCU stuff outside of maybe Spider-Man and Iron Man. Um, Question. And Iron Man's kind of funny too. So that's kind of in the same realm. Just random tangent. Are we going to find out in the movie how, um, as Bodie put it, Chad May um, puts <laughs> Come on, that's funny. Mule... You have to admit that's funny. No, I don't. I don't what? have to do anything. I don't care. Whatever. Um, well, first off, it came from Star Wars Twitter, so you're agreeing with the most toxic place no, ever. No, some of Star Wars right, Twitter. Nah, is no. Very, very small part of Star Wars Twitter. Star, okay, we're not, we'll, we'll talk off air about this. Um, but are we going to get into why how she put Mjolnir back together? I know I said that kind of f***ed up. But because last we saw that Hella shattered that into a million pieces and then she's holding it. I'm thinking, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to see all this, like where Natalie Portman's been Jane Foster, I think is her character's name, where she's been this entire time and stuff. I have a feeling this is not this world's Jane Foster. I have a feeling. Oh, it's 100 percent not. Yeah. She um, might be a variant. Sure. Yeah, I have a feeling she's some kind of variant or maybe after Endgame, like, because I mean, fan, the Thanos that's in Endgame is not the Thanos from before, you know, so I'm having a feeling it's going to be something like that or something bridging off the multiverse of madness, the Doctor Strange movie or something like that. I don't think it's the Jane Foster that we've been seeing. Um, do you think we see Loki? No, I don't mm, know. Maybe, no. maybe. I I don't think so. Loki's dead and the variant is... The from the Loki show is in the Loki show. He's kind of doing his own thing. I don't think we'll see him. To be honest, sad face. Um, but yeah, I mean, I this looked really good. We saw Zeus. Uh, that was Russell Crowe as Zeus, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. So we saw. So yeah, this is and um, not just the Guardians of the Galaxy, but uh, Christian Bale's in this movie, right? As uh. Yeah, he's a gore. god killer. Yeah, gore. Uh, so yeah, this is this is gonna be a buck wild movie. This was a I like the teaser trailer, and I could definitely tell. Or right, here, go go ahead. What did you think about it, David? Before we start going into it more, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I think uh, Jane Foster's costume is very nice. Yeah, and uh, she man, she it looks like she got like she must have been on some juice or something, <laughs> but. <laughs> but <laughs> But uh, yeah, the whole all the colors look really good. Um, I was actually surprised to hear. I mean, I don't really know if this is criticism, but I was surprised to hear that uh, they used the volume for it because uh, I yeah, I was gonna get into that. They used it. Yeah, I wonder how much they used it because 
some of those shots look pretty clean, kind of like the background of the Batman. And then other shots look like very, very green screen. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what that looks like once it's like post-production and stuff. But, but like I was telling you earlier, like obviously it's like a movie in space and stuff, so they can't do like a bunch of practical effects for everything. But, um, I don't know. Now that we've gotten a little spoiled with like Batman and other and, like mo- movies that are doing a little bit more practical stuff, uh, I kind of want to see that a little bit more in superhero movies. Well, um, I mean, the I'm glad you brought up the volume because uh, I mean the the what the volume allows you to do because it, it's I mean it's a similar concept to green screen like you're uh, a green screen obviously it's just a bunch of gl- green screen or blue screen around and you just have to pretend stuff is there and then you basically add in the visual effects during posts and stuff. But with the volume, you can use actual landscape and you can film stuff in camera. You can use actual landscape and photography in there. So it looks like while you're filming, it looks like you're on location or, you know, and stuff like that. So you can actually film stuff in camera. You know, you don't have to wait for uh, and do it in post and stuff. So I feel like because I remember watching Interstellar. And I remember the cast and stuff talking about uh, working on Interstellar and how it felt like a small independent film because everything they did pretty much was in camera. Like even when they were in space and in the in the shuttles and stuff like that, like they used similar technology to like the volume and they they had like an actual space set there. You know, like they like the actors were seeing the depths of space while they were acting, you know, and stuff. So if they can do stuff like that with this and film in camera, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for the more volume technology. What do you guys think is going to happen with the uh, guardians? Cause it, it seems like in the trailer, they kind of leave them. So I wonder well, how I mean, important they are, they are to the, you know, core of the film or they're just like in the first 10 minutes. Well, I mean, we are getting that guardians uh three movie so yeah i feel like they're just kind of gonna be like a little branch off yeah like, i don't they'll think they'll probably have a huge role they'll probably be in the entire first act and then they'll probably dip after that if i had to guess yeah agreed um <laughs> i remember some of whoever mentioned natalie portman's costume i think i sent that tweet to y'all uh somebody photoshopped the peacemaker helmet on her and <laughs> <laughs> james oh, Gunn was like Hey, wait a minute. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, no, this this trailer. I mean, it was it looked really good. We know it's gonna be fun at, uh, with Taika um, having the helm, and looks like uh, Valkyrie remade, uh, new Asgard and stuff like that. So looks like they're gonna cover a lot of ground. Um, I think it's kind of funny that. <laughs> Thor, like three, or this will be his fourth movie, and all his movies are basically like coming of age movies. He's <laughs> like, how many times is this dude gonna have to find himself? <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess when you when you get to be like ten thousand years old, you know, you have to grow up a lot all the time, right? It's true. Also, I don't really count this um, Thor: The Dark World as a movie because bad. Damn. I was seeing some discourse on Twitter about um, people were talking about like, yeah, 
uh, or they were just debating whose Thor was better. Basically, like Taika Waititi's or like the OG, like Phase One, Kenneth Branagh Thor. I was like, I think they're both really good. I I think people sleep on that Thor first Thor movie like that. I thought that movie was really good when it came out. Yeah, um, I liked it too. Yeah, <laughs> so I I don't I again like I, they act like two legends cannot coexist. Like I don't know why we got a debate. <laughs> yeah. really. Um, but yeah, y'all got any more society? Thor? I also think nope. it's interesting that we're, um, I guess this is like broadly with the MCU, we're kind of getting to that comic run from kind of around the time we were in high school, that 2014 run when Disney took over and kind of diversified the comics a little bit. So it's kind of interesting we're getting to that era because right around the same time that Jane Foster became Thor, that's when, uh, we get the new Captain America. And then there was like, a, there was another Hulk that I think he was like an Asian Hulk. And then that's when Captain, there was like a uh, Miss Marvel, a new Miss Marvel and all that. So we're kind of catching up to that comic run. Yeah. I know nothing about recent Marvel comics, so I'm going to take your word for it. Correct. <laughs> I just um, know a little bit, but. That was a little bit more than a little bit, but. No, but that I mean that's interesting. I mean it the uh MCU kind of felt like the ultimate universe anyway. Like uh so I guess I mean they're just kind of keeping up with the comics a little bit, you know. Um yeah. when did you say that happened? Like a few years ago? It was right it was like I think I think Disney took over like 2012, 2013. Ten years ago. Yeah. Took over Marvel. Yeah, that's when they took over the canon of it. Mm-hmm. And then they they basically got a whole new line of writers. And the whole thing with it was like, okay, let's diversify everything. And they basically got rid of all the OG superheroes and replaced them with like other people. And then eventually the OGs come back and everything. But it gave a little bit of space for more diverse characters to kind of have the helm of, you know important comic runs i guess but it worked out pretty well i mean that's where we got miss marvel and this and jane foster a store and different characters like that and then uh miles morales of course miles morales came from that comic run that makes sense i mean i'm yeah. cool with that i i mean i've been on the record saying i mean mcu's kind of lost my interest just because the movies are pretty much the same at this point when they come out so Anything different, honestly, I'm here for. So, um, yeah, y'all got anything else on Thor? Gucci? Mm, no, nope. I'm take good. That as a nope. All right, uh, let's move on. So, the last thing we want to talk about today is um, a rumor came out. Well, a little bit more than a rumor. Um, and apparently, Warner Brothers. Um, is looking to overhaul their DC universe, their cinematic DC universe. Um, apparently they are, I mean, well, obviously we know with all the delays and movies that they put out, they're looking to hire a Kevin Feige like figure to run DC and pretty much have a create set, a creative vision on the DC universe going forward. So sounds like they're going to overhaul the DC universe and there's probably going to be a reboot of it. Um, what are you guys thoughts on that? Finally. 
Yeah, I, uh, man. Yeah, I, I hope they do it well. I hope they do it well. Cause I know they tried doing something similar and they, they had Jeff Johns come in. And yeah, I honestly did not work he, out. Yeah, I thought he was going to do a good job because he wrote some of the best comic book runs. But obviously, writing comic books and producing movies are not interchangeable. But yeah, uh, yeah honestly, if it's up, if I know we were going to get to this, but if if it was up to me, I would just do a very soft, no, not even a soft reboot. I would only keep like maybe one or two things and then do almost a full reboot at this point. And uh, and I would try to go into their strengths, right? Which a lot, of, I think, one of their biggest strengths is that a lot of those superheroes are work really well with like more mature audiences. So I mean, I would make, I would keep making movies like the Batman, make some one-offs like the Joker, maybe even make like a few rated R movies. You know, like do something different than the MCU because. I think that was their biggest mistake was trying to catch up to the MCU and making a Justice League movie after like three solos. Um, Not but, even uh, three solos, like one solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or two solos. Cause it, yeah, because yeah, I think it was Batman versus Superman, Man of Steel, and Wonder Woman, right? And then Justice Did Wonder came Woman out? come out before? Justice no, it was, it was Man of Steel. Um, no, Wonder Woman definitely came out before Justice League. I don't think I don't think before it Justice, did. No, it, sure it I, did. I think it came out before Justice League, but it didn't come out before Batman versus Superman. And she yeah. was in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When did Justice Justice League came out in 2017, right? When did Wonder Woman come out? Because that can Wonder Woman came out in 2017 I think it as came well. Out tw- I think it came out 2017. in 2017. I'm pretty sure. Okay, no, okay, yeah, well, Wonder Woman, yeah, was at the beginning of the, it was during the summer, and Justice League was in, like, November, okay, Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, barely, like, (laughs) they, I mean, honestly, I don't see a problem with, I didn't see a problem with them starting off with the Justice League so quickly, especially because at that point, they had established Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, which is the big three of... DC so I didn't mind them doing it just and like think about when uh the comics and the animated universe did the new 52 run I mean it started with Justice League War like both the comics and the DC animated movies like and it started with a Justice League movie and like because we all know who Batman Superman and Wonder Woman are like we don't have to know we we don't yeah. yeah, we don't have to have origin sto- movies for each of those guys. You know, we we know who they are. So I didn't mind them starting off with a Justice League movie so quickly. It's just that it was so bad. Like, like that's, yeah. that's the problem. Like all their movies yeah. were so bad. Like, because honestly, I think they had a great start with Man of Steel. Loved the first Wonder Woman, Batman v Superman, especially the theatrical cut. Was just sim- like just awful. Like both the theatrical cuts of Justice, yeah, the theatrical cuts of Batman v Superman and Justice League were so bad, man. Like if those had just been better movies, I really think they could have been in the right direction. Yeah. But well, well, Batman versus Superman, like it, man, it reminds me almost of the prequels a little bit, where it's like the core of it wasn't too bad. It was just Agreed. like the script that messed everything up. Because I'm like what you said. I really thought that Ben Affleck's Batman was really good because 
I was like, great. We don't have to go through another like trilogy of him in his 20s. I'm like, I'm over that, you know, like give us this older Batman. You know, I was super excited for his solos because I was like, we're not going to have to waste any time on any of the villains origins. He can just go straight into fighting villains, you know, so that mm-hmm. could have worked out really well. And then I um, I actually did like Zack Snyder's take on on how Bruce Wayne would react to a Superman and especially like a Bruce Wayne that is like forged a little bit, you know, and he's he's almost at his like wit's end with villains. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. It just wasn't written that well. But like the beginning of that movie where he's seeing like Superman basically rip through Metropolis and he has to like save people. And it's like, OK, you know, maybe this Bruce Wayne really would hate this man, you know. And yeah. so so like the core of that movie was good. It's just the script was just bad, especially the theatrical version. Dude, the theatrical um, version was is unwatchable, dude. Oh, my. I still haven't watched it since the theater. I remember I saw it twice at theaters. because I saw it once. I saw it once with y'all. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The first time. I yeah, I saw it with. I saw yeah. it three times low key in theaters. I, I saw it with y'all in theaters. Then I saw it once with my dad after that because I was like, okay, maybe I was too hard on it. Because, I mean, we were hella hyped for this movie because we were waiting for it yeah. since, for like two the years, basically. The was so good. It, it was very good. So, like, we were hella hyped for this movie. So, after the first viewing, I was like, let me let me give it a second shot. You know, maybe I was too hard on it. No, man, that theatrical kind of BBS is unwatchable. It's so yeah. bad. Um, yeah, and then yeah, same thing with uh, Suicide Squad. The, you know, the, the first... The first act is like pretty good. Yeah. Even the second act isn't too bad. And then the costume design is good. The casting is amazing. Yeah. And some of some of some of the cinematography is actually really good too. And then it just goes down the you know. Yeah, it was just, just like, a bunch of things that didn't work. Like the script was bad. Um I'm already not a huge fan of Zack Snyder's style, so just seeing it in that style with a bad script already is like, uh, yeah, I'm out. So, but, um, yeah, it, like I said, if those were better movies, I think those could have gone in the right direction. Uh, the whole universe could have gone in the right direction. And I've liked some, some of the DC EU movies that have come out. Like I like Shazam. Um, although like Sh- Shazam was, it was good, but it wasn't like anything crazy. Like Shazam felt like any typical Marvel movie basically yeah um for sure i thought aquaman was awful um i liked birds of prey i thought it was okay um the first suicide squad's awful but i mean they did joker and they've done the batman now and they did um what am i thinking of uh the new suicide squad uh with james gunn so they've done some good stuff but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't mind an overall it needs to happen um also this boy yeah. Ezra Miller is just playing GTA in oh, life. Yeah. <laughs> society. It's gotten arrested what twice in like a month? Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing GTA in real life and I'm like, just get just get Grant, bro. Just get Grant in there. Put him through a multiverse hole. Uh, honestly, like, Grant Gustin is a great flash, so I wouldn't find yeah. that. I'm I wasn't super on board with Ezra Miller's flash anyway. Um but yeah, and I think I think DC did a good job casting for the most. I love Henry Cavill Superman. Ben Affleck's Batman, I liked a lot. I I I wish the writing was a little different for it, but I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, and, like, I don't yeah, think there's the- any casting I didn't like except for Lex Luthor and <clears throat> Lois. 
but <laughs> I, I'm not a huge Gal Gadot fan. Yeah, I was about to say yeah, I, 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 I think she her. was I think she was really good in the first one because she was playing like a fish out of water, basically, in Wonder Woman. But I mean seeing her in this that second Wonder Woman movie is just dog shit. I I yeah, I I don't think she's a great actress, but um what would you guys uh let's get into some specifics. I I wanted to do like a fun little segment and see like if you guys were the head of DC, what would you do? What movies Bruce would you green light? Who would you cast? All the, the let's go, let's get into it. What are you doing? I would have Bruce Tim become not necessarily a Kevin Feige, but he would he would be the I can't think of his name right now. The dude for Star Wars. He would be like the Dave Filoni for um, DC. Like okay. anything you want to do, you got to run it by him first. And if it doesn't, if it's not something he wants to go with, it's nipped in the bud right there because Bruce Tim is one of the best storytellers for all of DC, especially for um, the animated stuff that we've seen. Some of the best work is with him involved in it or him tied to it. Um, so I would like, cause I feel part of the problem with DC is they have no direction in their movies. They're like, let's yeah. do this movie. Let's do this. Like we, we got a black Adam. We promised a black Adam movie back in what? 2011. Like the, it, it wasn't that early. It was like what? 2014. It was around when man of steel came out. Yeah, sure. but like they just start naming all this stuff off and like Yeah, they we were supposed to have like two Green Lantern movies, a cyborg movie, Black Adam, and like, <laughs> like yeah. none of that has happened. Uh yeah. So Bruce Tim, I got you. Is there is there any yeah. uh castings or anything like that you have in mind? Uh Charlie Hunnaman as Aquaman. That's all I got so far. That's <laughs> I feel like we've talked about that a lot before. Yeah, yes, that, we have. Just take take his literally is oh he was already named Arthur too. Like take his King Arthur character and literally put it in Aquaman and it'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a good Green Arrow too. Yeah, he would. Um, yeah, he's got he's the rare combination of got the look and the acting chops. So oh, and one other thing, I I know it was part of the New Fifty Two thing they were doing, but. I would put Cyborg back with the Teen Titans. Okay. I feel that. Um, what about you, Bodie? You got anything, idea? What would you do as the head of DC? So I I definitely have less probably strong or specific opinions of these guys. But I think like David said earlier, they should stick to their strengths. You know, like the things that have been successful – it doesn't necessarily just have to be Batman stuff, but like you see how well this last Batman movie did and the Joker did. And, you know, like you said, maybe they should gear themselves a little bit more towards an adult audience and less towards, you know, like the MCU crowd where, you know, they've kind of got that in a chokehold. Like there's, you're, you're not, you're not going to overtake what they have going on and they shouldn't try. They should do their own thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm saying this because I'm old as shit, so I'm an adult, but to yeah, me, it's like, 
<clears throat> but to me, it's like, why wouldn't they? <laughs> I should actually say quiet. A couple yeah, seconds thank God. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that, uh, no, I mean, you got to carve out your own audience. And maybe for some of these guys in the day, it's not all about just making the money. But if you're just trying to make money and you're trying to have successful projects, carve out your own audience here and don't do the, you know, like David said, don't go for the MCU kids. Um, we don't, I don't know for me, you know how it is when it comes to these movies, I like less pew pew and more like good storyline and good acting and, uh, cinematography, make it a little darker. You know, I always think if these people existed in real life, the wouldn't be, it, you know, it would be dark, you know, you still, yeah, you still need to watch the boys. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but that's my thing. I don't know. Like, I think especially DC, a lot of their villains or heroes and villains kind of lend themselves more towards this kind of darker side of things than the MCU guys do. And I think they should take advantage of that. So I don't know about studio heads and or who should be taking over projects. I don't, you know, I know Feige and I know all the Star Wars guys. I don't really know a whole lot about DCU guys, but if it were me, that's what I would do. I would try to take advantage of this niche situation they have with the darker, more adult thing they have going on. And I feel like they could mix in some of the more light, like Marvel side of stuff. Like they could do in a, like a guardians of the galaxy style movie with, I mean, uh, they basically did with suicide squad with the green, with green lantern core or just something like that. Like, Ooh, a buddy, true. a buddy cop movie yeah. with the Green Lantern Corps also would be amazing. But as, as long as they don't animate the suit. Getting back to like not use John oh, Stewart ahead. either. I'm just sorry. I'm just like no, how no, did not use John Stewart yet? Like DC, I feel like one of the things DC has over Marvel is that they have very well established characters, at least some that are diverse. And I'm like, why are you not using those characters? Like everybody, most of the people our age grew up with Green Lantern being Jon Stewart, you know? Yeah. Most people don't even know Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan no, hasn't yeah, been, true. like, the main... Yeah, Hal Jordan hasn't even been the main Green Lantern since, like, the 90s, or maybe even the 80s. So I'm like, how how was there not a Jon Stewart movie already? And then you have characters like Blue Beetle. Like, Blue Beetle should have gotten a movie already. Oh, he's and, getting one uh, now. Yeah. And, like, you know, Vixen is a really cool character you can put, maybe not as a main main uh superhero movie but you could throw her into other movies and uh yeah i'm like that's a really good strength to have you have a lot of characters that are diverse that people already know about you're not fighting like an uphill battle like marvel is throwing in like new characters or just like or just changing the the uh ethnicity of already established characters you know oh you're gonna hate mine um <laughs> all right well that's all the no. time we have folks i was gonna say or Bodie here what were you gonna say uh so all i was gonna say is like even when we talk about like um suicide squad or at least suicide squad 2 i don't think i ever actually watched the full thing of the first suicide squad because i suck um but it's <laughs> not wrong i i know some of y'all kind of disagree with me on this and i remember telling you josh that i thought it was just like blood and gore for the sake of blood and gore. And I think I worded that wrong or put it the wrong way to me. It's just, it still feels very slapstick and very still for, I don't, not an immature audience. Cause I know adults enjoyed it too, but 
it's like an immature part of your sense of humor, I felt like. And like, you know, it is, I guess, darker, but it's not really dark. I mean, the movie's funny and lighthearted with just oh. some dark shit in there. I but, was ne- I was never saying like just suicide. The new Suicide Squad was dark. I was comparing it to Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they already well, like. I, th- de- I thought he was saying Guardians meets something darker. I thought is what we were saying. But oh no, no I, w- I was saying opposite, yeah. I, he, oh, he was okay. he was talking about like that. Like DC can do both worlds. Like they can do the dark stuff like the Batman, and they can also do like MCU type stuff like this, like mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. I got uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all I'm yeah. saying. That was my no. Point. That that not, was not done. Like he shot a yeah, bullet through a bullet. Kids, but it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I don't think it's necessarily for kids, but I think it's for the more immature part of your sense of humor, which we all have, especially us. Good God, but um, I just that that's my thing. It's like they have a good thing going with going for things that are a little more grown up, and I think they should stick with that instead of. Like David was saying, trying to fight MCU because you're not going to beat MCU. I think you can have the best of both worlds. The thing that I struggle with, because I do like standalone. And these things aren't like exclusive. You can do both of these things. I, I do want them to have a connected universe. But at the same time, I want them to like, if they have a good idea for a movie that doesn't really fit in this universe to say Fuck it and do it like because like that's how we got yeah. joker basically you know and and basically like the batman because the batman's not a part of like any dc i almost EU just said i don't give like a shit about the connected universe thing and then i realized i'm like the biggest star wars fan so <clears> yeah yeah see but. like i i because I, at the same time yeah i want these standalone projects like the joker or the batman you know or or even birds of prey is not really you know, with the other uh, storylines, but I at the same time I want those, but I also want to see the Justice League. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So I I want to have both those worlds, you know. But um, yeah. So my uh, biggest, the, my ahead. biggest thing that the DC can't do that Marvel does, and that's like after the first move. Well, I guess for Phase One it didn't really count, but like. All the movies start like all the solo movies now. They feature or tie into another movie. Like there's there's no just standalone. Like they all are based on other movies and stuff. Like like, uh, yeah, like messes up to you a little bit. Well, like for Captain America, the third one was pretty much Avengers two point five. Yeah, I know that it's hard to get around that, though, because, I mean, at this point with the MCU, with everybody so damn established and like we have a gazillion characters, it's like, okay, it doesn't make sense if somebody else is not here. Like I I thought about that. Like, I remember uh, I was thinking about Iron Man three the other day and I was like, where was like shield and and like Captain America during (laughs) all that stuff? Like, it doesn't even make sense that they weren't there for that. And so. I mean, I, I do agree. Like, it sucks that we don't get but, like, fully standalone movies anymore. But at the same time, it's like, well, what the I, hell I, would these other characters be doing? Especially I, half of them are in New York. Because, like, for Marvel, almost like half the characters we've seen so far are based in New York. Yeah. Where in DC, they all have their own cities and, like, they're more territorial. Like, That's there's true. comic strips where. Green Lantern will go into Gotham and Batman tells him to get the fuck out. I'll yeah. call you if I need you. 
which is he won't call. Um, yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, they are a lot of the Marvel people are in New York and uh, DC is a bit more spread out. Also, DC, like Marvel does too, but more so DC has like their own made up cities more than they do um, yeah, like real helps. life cities. So they can just put their own this city wherever, you know, it doesn't have to be somewhere real. Um, yeah, I have a few things I wanted to rattle off. I have a that I thought about. I do think I wouldn't like, like I said, as much as I like Henry Cavill Superman, especially in a lot of the casting that they did, I wouldn't mind them just wiping the slate clean besides their own standalone projects that aren't associated with the DCEU. I wouldn't mind them wiping the slate clean. I don't know about like who they would hire as like the creative head or something like that. Honestly, I think it's better if there's multiple people that way you get more cooks in the kitchen. Like I know that's usually a bad thing, but I, I, I feel like in this case, the more variety, the better. Um, because I even like, I, I get, I mean like it now, like I'm tired. I'm, I'm already like kind of exhausted of Marvel movies because they're pretty much the same. And, even with even with Star Wars, like having Dave Filoni and John Favreau doing a lot of stuff now, their stuff is kind of repetitive now. Even with the live action Star Wars shows, and I'm like, okay, can we get some more writers and stuff in there as well? But um, so yeah, I don't mind more cooks in the kitchen. But I ha- I was thinking about some. I I could see them doing like another standalone Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman movie. And uh, I would like to see Catherine Bigelow direct a Wonder Woman movie. I think it's past time she directed like a comic book superhero movie. She's the one that directed uh, The Hurt Locker and uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard is another great one, too. Um, Yeah, I'd like to. But I think Catherine Bigelow is just like past. I want to see her do like a superhero movie. That's fair. But um, I was thinking like of who like I was just going through my head of like casting and stuff like that. And I couldn't really think of another like a specific actress that I think would be a great Wonder Woman. But I because for one, it's kind of hard with Wonder Woman because like you would want somebody a little bit younger so they could play the character for a while. But at the same time, like Wonder Woman's so old, like and (laughs) she needs to look like a like a fully grown woman like she doesn't need to look like a 20 year old woman you know so i was thinking like what if Charlize theron y'all know Charlize, right mm-hmm. yeah what if she played wonder woman maybe just for like a couple movies or something like that because i'm trying I mean, to think of who that is uh oh furiosa in mad max oh yeah, 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 and she played. She was in Atomic Blonde and stuff. She she's done action oh, before, so I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think she could be a good Wonder Woman. I mean, she's like fifth, mid fifth, mid to late fifties. So I mean, she couldn't do it for a long time. <laughs> but just a couple movies with her, I think, would be really cool. My, I'll go with. I was just to say, my only counterpoint to that is in all the comics when uh, Diana leaves the island. She is the Amazon equivalent of a 20-year-old, though. That's true. That is true. But she's uh, like 1,500 years old or something like that. <laughs> but uh, Time's relative. It's a flat circle. Yeah. But uh, 
I could see that, like, yeah, like Charlize playing Wonder Woman for a couple movies or so, and then maybe they can just pass off the Wonder Woman title to Donna Troy, um, and then they'd have to find a new Wonder Woman at that point. But she could be younger at that point. I was thinking maybe somebody like Sophie Turner or someone could play her. Uh, the chick that played uh, Sansa in Game of Thrones, Hunter. Or the Phoenix. Yeah, or, yeah, she was also in Dark Phoenix, but I don't think she likes to advertise that one. Um, well, it was her most recent, so. Yeah, so I was thinking like a, yeah, a Wonder Woman movie with like Catherine Bigelow and Charlie Stone would be pretty f***ing dope. And uh, yeah, I'd be all on board for that. Um, <laughs> the next two y'all probably aren't going to like as much. Oh, I already uh, know what's coming. <laughs> oh, I do too. Um, so, David, yeah. how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> Superman, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I we've gotten so many iterations of the same type of Superman. And that, like I said, they've all been great, and I would bring back Cavill if I could. But I would, I would like to see them do like a different storyline because I, we've talked about this. Superman storyline just like parallels that of like an immigrant so much that I think it's a missed opportunity not for him to basically be an immigrant, like either like a Mexican actor or like, yeah, uh, or <laughs> I knew you just said, you just said that to get David on your side. I know. No, no, no. I mean, no, anything like uh, it could be a black actor, Mexican actor. Uh, I, I would say, I Michael mean, I always Jordan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I always bring up Dev Patel because uh, I mean he's um, Indian, you know. Uh, so I I think anyone like that I think would be really good because I like I like yeah, Superman is always the symbol of hope and stuff like that, and I think he should be. But his story of like wanting to do what's right just because it's right and you know in even protecting America and stuff, even though they have not protected him and they they have not been kind uh to him and stuff growing up i i think that's such a good storyline especially if the and i think it's more powerful if the actor is a person of color and stuff and so i like that storyline um and yeah i could i i would I, y'all don't know who jd dillard is but he directed this little like mini superhero movie called slight and uh he's got a new movie coming out that's pretty good so i'm somebody like him i think could do a good Superman movie, but I wouldn't mind that. Um, yeah, y'all have any other comments on that one? I think that finish. one you can. I, I think that one you can sell me on a little bit. The next one you're about to talk about, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get it. Okay, so for my Batman movie, I've brought That's it up. All time we have. <laughs> F- you. <laughs> I brought it up on the pod before. Um, I think. Um, I would like to see a storyline where Batman is Asian. Um, because I think you could twist the story a little bit to fit that more. Um, and like, uh, y'all don't know who Destin Daniel Creighton is, but he directed uh Shang Chi that just came out, and he also directed Just Mercy. So I think him doing a Batman film would be hand in glove fit. But I think, yeah, if you made Batman someone like Henry Golding or like uh, Simu Liu, the guy who also played Shang-Chi, but like one of those, Henry Golding played uh, in the new, um, 
what was it called? The new uh, Snake Eyes movie. That, the movie sucked, but uh, he was really good at it. But And I was thinking, like, I actually had, like, an interesting... I had been, like, workshopping this idea in my mind for, like, the past month or so. And I was thinking of a movie where, like, the, the main villain is uh, the Court of Owls. And um, when we get into this, uh, like, we... The start of the movie, like the first act, basically, like Bruce Wayne's parents are already dead. We don't have to see that again. And um, his one of his and like Bruce, uh, Bruce growing up has like been a super party, but kind of like in Iron Man, like uh, before Iron Man got uh, captured and stuff like that. Like he was a super party boy. I could see like Bruce being kind of like that. And like his best friend is William Cobb who's the guy who would eventually become ta- uh, Talon for uh, the Court of Owls. And, like, basically, those two are growing up. Like, they're huge party boys and stuff like that. Talon, or William Cobb grew up poor. So, like, he just basically, like, mooched off Bruce the whole time. And uh, so, like, growing up, basically, to their mid-20s, yeah, they've just been partying and shit like that. And Bruce... Hella doesn't care about his parents because like they were basically non-existent to him. Uh, like, I mean, they like his dad's the CEO of and founder of a billion dollar tech company or whatever. And his parents were never around. He really didn't give a shit about them now. And even now that they're gone, he doesn't give a shit. until like he gets approached by the court of owls and doesn't go with it. And so they basically have him like uh, deported, basically. And he like has to go. And that's like him getting deported is where he goes and like starts training and stuff like that. And maybe meets like some of his old family or something like that. Uh, And yeah, that's where he gets trained and stuff. And then he comes back. And when he comes back, like Talon or William Cobb, who was his best friend before, has basically like taken over as the next of kin of... Wayne Enterprises. And so when Bruce comes back, he's basically dirt cheap. And he's uh basically becomes Batman to try and like get to the bottom of like in and infiltrate the Court of Owls and overtake them. And that's pretty much what the movie is. And uh then like at the end he realizes like Talon is was his best friend, you know, back in the day. And that's basically how it goes. But yeah, I was just thinking like some kind of storyline. Like that, that, I know it's different, but some kind of storyline like that, I would, I would like to see. And I've just had the idea in my mind a long time, so I wanted it. Keep it real. That that movie would piss me off. <laughs> it would probably piss. Uh, I'm a, I'm it would probably piss a lot of people bro. off. That I, that would, that my biggest thing with that is just like the whole reason Batman became or Bruce Wayne became Batman was to protect. So what happened to him and his parents doesn't happen to anyone else. And so I feel like if you take the whole he didn't give a shit about his parents aspect away, I feel like that does take away a lot from Batman. But that's just me. Well, the thing that I would would counter in that is in this 
He, yeah, he didn't give a shit about his parents, but he finds out that like his parents were uh, part of the Court of Owls as well. And so he's basically like trying to take, he becomes Batman to try and take down the Court of Owls, but realizes like that he's doing a lot of good and stuff as that. So that's basically where that would come from. Yeah, it's not the, <clears throat> it's not the stereotypical, like he wants to protect other people from doing, uh, yeah, from what happened to him, happened to anybody else. And it's not even like in the new Batman where he's basically just full of hate and wants vengeance. Um, but yeah, so it's a little bit different because we've seen like that. What you just explained, we've seen a million times. So I would like to see something different. I feel that. Any, any other thoughts? I'm going to be real with you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's no, what I we're mean, here I, for. No, no, I like I like the talent idea, but yeah, I'm kind of with Hunter on the uh, the whole with the parents thing, and uh, but I, I do get your side of it that it's you know I guess it's okay to see something different, but you know how I am with my comics. I'm like I'm I'm with Hunter on that where you know the the moment that his parents get killed, that's the catalyst for him to become Batman because of all the. Uh, you know, he gets filled up with all that hate and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel you, I feel you on maybe doing something different, but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess, I guess there's no character that's untouchable, but I don't know. For me, Batman and Superman are a little untouchable. I feel like you can't change them too much, but, uh, the oh, Superman okay. one, I, I, I'm a little more okay with for diversity yeah. because we've seen we've seen other Supermen. We've haven't really seen another Batman. One like it's always well, that's my point. Well, yeah. that's why I want to do it. No, what, you know what? I, <laughs> what I mean is like think about in the animated we've seen um, that what was it? The death of Superman uh, or and the Superman or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we've never really had anyone else take up the mantle of Batman. We had when um, Dick Grayson and uh, Jason Todd both tried to take up the mantle when Batman was like severely hurt, but that was just like for a night or two. We haven't really seen anyone else take up the cowl. No, that's no, not really true. No, yeah, I was about to say there's there's, there's been other Batman in the comics. We haven't seen it like in live action or yeah, even in the animated, really. But I mean, that's in the you, comics, even if it was like a a Batman of the future, like one of his sidekicks or something that took the cow, and it was like a one off where it's just like a one arc thing, and it was a little bit similar to your idea, Josh. I'd be cool with that. I think that would be interesting, but changing Bruce Wayne like completely. I don't know. I also had the scene. I mean, well, there's always the famous scene of Bruce like falling down a well and like the bats swarm him or whatever. And then his dad rescues him. And that was like a big moment for him. I was thinking we could have that same scene and the bats obviously attack him or whatever. But instead of his dad that saves him when he's a kid, it was William Cobb, the guy who would become talent. And so that's also like, and I was thinking, like, there could be a conversation with Alfred and stuff and how, like, Bruce is telling him, like, why he doesn't care about his parents. And he's, like, explains that moment and, like, who was there to help him. And it wasn't his parents. It was, you know, his best friend. So, yeah. Um, and that would make it hurt more when, like, his best friend was working for the people that he tried to he's trying to take down. But uh, 
All right. Well, they hate it, Bodie. What do you think? I mean, like I said, I'm down for something different. For me, I'm not that emotionally wrapped up in these movies anyway. So um, why not see if something else works or include more people? Hell yeah. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Hunter and David. If I'm the head of DC, Bodie, you're coming with me. Bro, Josh is no, the head right. of DC. No more white people. <laughs> no more <laughs> they are like, they're all gone. <laughs> First order of business. No for, more. For execute order sixty nine. <laughs> um, no, that but that's all I had. But uh, yeah, I I don't know with the DC. Like I like I said, I would like to see some like more standalone stuff. But I do want to see team ups and stuff like that as well so yes. but i think they could have the best of both worlds um i do that. eventually hope they have a connected universe and uh, again like they have a really good chance of hitting a lot of uh different markets because i feel like i feel like right now with with uh all the shows being stuck on disney they kind of hold back a little bit yeah um uh, I feel like we need those kind of like that feel that we got with Daredevil and with the Punisher. Cause like today, today, <clears throat> I guess minor spoiler for episode three of Moon Knight, but when he's like fighting those guys on the roof with the knives, yeah, I'm like, there's, I'm like, there's no way that someone who's trained is just gonna sit there and let like three guys like knife at him and he's not gonna like take them out. You know, he's not gonna well, use any of those knives on him. To counter that, that's because Steven wasn't letting him. I guess, but even but even in the first episode, uh, yeah, I know it goes with the story or whatever. But for the most part, they like take out some of the more like brutal parts that Mark has to do because they want to keep the rating lower. You know, they want to keep the rating, I guess, a little more PG thirteen or whatever, um, which is fine. But I think there needs to be room for like a more mature Marvel. So I hope they figure that out eventually because I would like to see like those shows again you know something See, my, similar to those shows again my issue with that is like it really just depends on the character because like you can't have superman doing that type like you can't have him doing that type of no well like, of course and that's why I'm but saying it, pretty much it, you know pretty much batman is the only one who you could get super dark with it um out of at least the justice league characters yeah. Like and when when I say dark with it, I mean like what you're talking about of showing the blood and all of that. I mean Wonder Woman's of Gladiator. Yeah. All I'm saying is you just need sure. to have the space to do it. And I feel like Marvel right now doesn't and DC does, you know? Marvel has the space to do it, they just don't utilize it. because uh, yeah, I mean they could I mean. they yeah, could yeah. put this stuff on Hulu. They could do another season of Daredevil and put it on Hulu. And yeah. no one would bat an eye, but it's just not their. It's not. I mean, their they did it with audience, Deadpool. really. Yeah, the, and exactly like they did it with. Uh, well, they didn't really do that with Deadpool. Actually, they didn't do that at all. Deadpool is uh, Fox. Um, oh, it's Fox. Yeah. yeah, it's it's part of it now. Okay, now it well, is, yeah, they yeah. didn't. Disney didn't do that, but they did do I it did, with did, the did, did, did. dead. Uh, the daredevil stuff um and punisher with netflix so i mean they they have the capacity to do that it's just not their target audience right now what they're going for but i agree i wish they would get back to it and dc would have a good chance to do all types of stuff so 
But uh, yeah, y'all got uh, any anything else to add or any other DC stuff you would want to see or pitch or anything like that? Um, that Green Lantern buddy cop. Also, the only thing I'll add to the Batman stuff, and I don't know if it'll happen with Robert Pattinson, is can we get some Bat Family action, please? I'm like, <laughs> I, I know I know it's a little corny out of the comic book and out of a video game, but someone, like, please make it work, you know? Like, it'd be great to see the entire Bat Family at some point in live action. You know, like, I want... I, I, I oh, want, go ahead. I want to see... I want to see Red Hood. I want to see, you know, I want to see Ooh, Red Hood. I would be down point. to see Red Hood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to see Red Hood. I want to see Damian Wayne. Like, I want to see Oracle and Batgirl. Like, I want to see all these characters at some point. Because every single uh, trilogy we've, we've ever gotten is just nothing. Like, we've gotten one I, live action Robin and it was trash. I think, I think you there's room to do that here without it being corny like the yeah. your robin just can't be like a goofy nine-year-old kid he'd just have to be more of a like a street rat like a an aladdin yeah. type or something like that you know or just like less corny you know but for sure um who said they had a question oh it, it was just me just no. it's the last time we saw anyone from uh the bat family live action uh batman and robin <laughs> Yep. Um, in live action, yeah. Well, Unless you count action. like Titans. I mean, yeah, I was about to say we've seen Titans, but we're talking movies. Yeah, yeah we're talking movies. It was yeah, just have movie. just have Robin say F- Batman, and then there you go. It's not corny, right? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that suit was pretty dope, though. Suit was Titans. suit was cool. Yeah, suit was cool. Um, but yeah, that was funny. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Anybody want to pitch anything else? Sleep. <laughs> Dude, bro, it's only 8.30. Um, Real. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the time we have for today, folks. Um, Bodie, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Cody S. Williams, as well as the show at The Fan Wars Pod. Excellent. David, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at David Hidalgo 44, aka Darth Conchat. And Hunter, give the people where they want. Where can they find you at? Send me all your hate mail this week. You can send oh. it to me at the Great Joshby. <laughs> That's all right. Well, you <laughs> you can find me at the Great Joshby. <laughs> send your uh, comments, <laughs> questions, concerns to at the Fan Wars Pod. You can find uh, me there um, pitching more Batman stories that David and Hunter will hate. And Mm. um, yeah, thanks for tuning in to episode 55 of the Fan Wars podcast. And we will see you guys in a couple weeks.